Hey, what's up everybody? This is Ming Chen from Comic Book Ben, and you're listening to Best Threesome Ever. Find Best Threesome Ever on Facebook. Uh, search Best Threesome Ever. That's three with the number three. It is my favorite podcast. Welcome to Best Threesome Ever, a podcast discussing all things revolving around nerdy pop culture. Probably not what you were expecting, but it's just as fun. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Rob, and Kevin. Do you know my new friend, Dildy the Clown? <laughs> <laughs> Dress it up on different holidays. <laughs> Wacky waving inflatable arm flying like Dildo Man. <laughs> All right, here we go. Best threesome ever, episode 123, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games and Jabbered Wines. I'm Nick. All right, here we go. Best threesome ever. Oh, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm Rob. <laughs> I'm Kevin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> right off the rails, kids. Right off the rails. Yeah. Uh, you know how many takes he did to do the intro? It was 17. It was one. It was 17. Who are you going to believe? Technically, it was two, because y- you count the bad take and then the good take. Technically, it was three. Since <laughs> Mr. <there> director. <laughs> I did one bad one and one good one. And then I did a take, therefore it's three. I don't care about you, though. <laughs> I don't we've, care we, about you either. I thought See, we established it like two podcasts ago. If you had kept going with it, I was going to go somewhere complete. Like, I was still going to do this big old intro for a show, <laughs> but it wasn't going to be ours. <laughs> DJ Sturge. If I, Sturge. If, if, I had listened, if I had listened to him... And actually memorized what he said, <laughs> like absorbed the information. Absorbed he gives the information. 123 times now. Yeah. In, instead of instead of being so excited about me be me doing my stupid bit, like yeah, I probably could have gotten there, but I didn't. <laughs> so there you go, folks. And yeah. what did we learn from this? <laughs> Rob does absolutely doesn't nothing. Well, behind the curtain, actually. Yeah, right. Well, uh, probably as many as you know, we record a little early before we post. But uh, happy St. Patty's Day, you know, for Yay. everybody out there. Hope everybody's having a. We hope you safe. had a good, uh, fun, yeah. safe St. Patty's Day. If you celebrate, if not, and, you know, happy Wednesday. I worked, and you know, it's not like any of the really fun stuff is going on. So, right, yeah, I work too. I did a little work, and then. Uh, but often, I like to I like to go out, maybe even take the day off if it's on a weekday, hang out with Mike and all of his oh, shenanigans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike's shenanigans are ridiculous. Yeah, he he goes hard for St. Patrick's Day. He man. sure does. Um, I I will pass on that, but <laughs> it's pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. Is it? Yeah, there's some uh, there's some. Pretty great pictures of us in like the St. Patrick's Day parade and stuff. Yeah, but like I'm a 60 year old man. Yeah, you are. Kinda. Yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little bit of a grumpy puss. And I I am also incredibly uh, in pandemic shape, which is to say, not, not at all in shape. Yeah, the worst shape of my life. So that that definitely would affect my ability to uh, go do stuff uh, and things. Yeah, like fun. Party related activities when I just was like, I want to go home. My feet are tired. (laughs) (laughs) Beer is expensive. It is fucking expensive. Why is this Coors Light $6.50? (laughs) And it comes in a can. A little plastic clear. Oh, God. Not even a solo cup. The world's flimsiest fucking no. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one. And it's green. I remember one year we, Buddy and mine decided to go to. O- O'Gara's on St. Patty's Day. Oof. Right? It was that night. And like a can of like beer was like 
seven bucks. Yeah, and I'm like, what is this, the fucking Metrodome? Come on. Supply and demand. And it wasn't even, it was like Mick Golden Light. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Just, oh, man. Seven bucks. Besides, I don't think any St. Patrick's Day will ever beat St. Patrick's Day 2007. Uh, 2017 was a pretty good St. Patty's Day for Nick. I've had some pretty good ones, but 2007, I think, takes the tacos. Yeah. 2017 for me. Rob? 2013? 14? Which one was the really nice one? The like 68 degree? That was one? the one where I was in the parade with Mark. With Mark? Who the fuck's Mark? With Mike. And it was. Um, oh, hi, Mark. It's my dad. Uh, I want to say probably 2012. 2012? Because it was before I was with Crystal. Okay. Mm, so, but I'm pretty sure after Erica. Okay. So then that yes, would be. Yes, that's how I keep time. That's. <laughs> fine. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so 2012. Yeah, that would have been the year for me because uh, that was really, really nice weather. And it was one of the first years we were out there with the pedicabs. And I made. Nice. Bank! Nice. 2017 for me, I made out with a really hot redhead nice. for quite a long time. Yeah, hot redhead. Got a little naughty in the middle of a bar. Yeah, a little naughty. It was fun. And then her friend, like, and then we yeah. were like talking to each other and like going around to different things. And then her friend was like, "What are you? Why are you following us around?" I'm like, "All right, fine, fuck you." And I left. Then she texted me later. She's like, "Why'd you leave?" I'm like, "Your friend was said why I was kind of mean." And I was like, "I didn't want to be that guy." And I just decided if I, if you're being annoyed, I'm gonna just walk away. So okay. She's like, "We didn't have to." And then her phone died. And then we never talked. Good story. <laughs> that was a good story. I also, that was also the year that I had the. <laughs> that was the year I did two, two three sums in one month. Attaboy. I'm very proud of you. I know. Thanks. That was a good time. That was good. That was that was a good month. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't care, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> uh, so this episode's going to be all about WandaVision. Sure is. Uh, when it's not about Nick's Johnson. <laughs> I didn't even mention my penis. You you. In a roundabout way, you did. I, I <laughs> got a little naughty in the bar. We all know that means that, that people in the bar saw your penis. Nope. All those nope. threesomes for one you time, had. For one the time. The ghost penis. For one time, my dick was not out in a bar. Maybe twice. Second time, maybe. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does that not sound better? Does that sound worse? It's way worse. <laughs> Damn it. No, no. It's it's fine. Uh, whatever. There's a... St- well, hmm. There's a story there. Anyways, um, so anyways, WandaVision. Uh, we're going to talk about WandaVision. We'll probably do, should we do Nerd Grabs first and then talk about WandaVision? Or should we, I mean, I know it's a little out of character, but I mean. I have no problems with it. Yeah, that's fine. All right, let's do, let's do Nerd Grabs first. Just so uh, if people haven't caught up on WandaVision, they can <clears throat> at least hear about the nerdy shit that we've bought in the past couple weeks. And then... Um, they can, uh, if they've caught up on WandaVision, they can uh, talk, listen to us talk about it. No. Who wants to go first? Anyone want to go first? I don't know, Nick. I don't know. What? Who, do you, who do you think should go first? I don't know. What are you looking at there, Rob? Are you looking at something big and hard and tall? Yeah, Rob, and go first. And we're back to your penis. <laughs> yeah, Rob, go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob, go first. <laughs> I, was, I was gesturing and sort of like, Motioning in undulating. that way because undulating, sure. I was undulating in the direction of Nick because like, I couldn't think of anything. Gently gesticulating, gently gesticulating, gently undulatingly gesticulating. Gesticulating. It was a theater warm up we did. Stood on the balcony, gently gesticulating, 
and amicably welcoming them in. Pooping into my <laughs> cupped hands. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That should be the new in theater In honor warm-up. of St. Patrick's Day, sir. Do it as an Irish. Oh, okay. Do your best, I- de- your best bad Irish. Oh, my best bad Irish. Yes. Okay. You're drunk full, Irish. Lucky char- full lucky charms. Ready? <laughs> and action. Oh, pooping into my cupped hands. That's the best bad Irish I can get. <laughs> that was pretty bad. That was pretty Oof. bad. All right. That takes, no, t- t- when, you're, when you're okay at something, doing it badly takes a lot of effort. I'm aware. Right. Uh, th- that that's, was- that's why people, that's why when good actors have to be a character who's in something acting badly, it's always like a nightmare to watch. Yep. Right. You can overact. It's easy to over. Like, even if you're a good actor, you can overact really easily, right? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> right. Um, <laughs> but I was thinking about that a while ago, but singing, like, I'm, we're all pretty good singers. We all have a pretty good pitch. We have a pretty good tone. It's hard for me to sing badly. Like, I can't it's, not sing a song that's out of key. So it's really easy for me to sing badly, it's really hard for me to sing authentically bad. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. That's, that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. That's that's yeah, and that's where I figured you were going with that. Like I can sing bad, but I can't sing authentically bad. Right. Like yeah. it's I can be over the top bad. Right. I can be real bad over the top. Like yeah, yeah overact yeah. the shit out of some bad singing. Absolutely. But like being authentically bad is really hard for me because my brain just kicks in and and is like no you got to correct that you can't do that posture throat you know stop it <laughs> open the throat a little bit yeah, yeah just don't forget the balls <laughs> yeah uh, um, uh. but yeah like I, I get what i get what you're saying about that is like doing a bad irish accent when you're actually now let's okay you know what for comparison Shall we hear your good one? I feel like pooping into my cupped hands is, is it's a difficult phrase to to do in another accent and have it be wildly different. Yeah. Sure, sure. Pooping it, because it's already hand. such like a like an over the I'm already saying it in such an over the top fashion. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Yeah, anyways, nerd grabs. Right. <laughs> Rob. Oh, I was supposed to be thinking of what the fuck I got, didn't Yeah, you oh, were. Um, what did I did I get anything? Fuck, I don't know. It's not my nerd grab. It's going to be someone else's nerd grab in like a couple weeks when it's her birthday. But when Stimmy Boy showed up, and the first thing I did was buy Joanna a camera. Hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. She doesn't. All right, sweet. Yeah. Watch, this will be the one. <laughs> she also knows that I'm getting her a camera because this morning, because we'd been talking about it like a couple months back and she was having kind of a bad time. And I was like, you know what? I'll just tell you right now. Uh, like, because we were talking about cameras and stuff and t- photography and she was just like, man, I just kind of miss it. I'm like, okay, cool. So for your birthday this year, I'll get you a camera. What do you want? And she told me and I was like, all right, awesome. That's what you're getting for your birthday. So, like, she's already known for months right? that this is what I was going to do. Fair enough. And, um, but then this morning, this morning, uh, I got the stimulus in, and uh, I was searching my phone for where the hell I kept the information for the camera. <laughs> Couldn't find it. So <laughs> I just, I, like, I had to go right into the bathroom, claim defeat, and go... What's the name of the brand of the camera that you like? <laughs> and she just looked at me with the surprise uh, on her face of like, 
oh, that's right. Like, she had forgotten completely oh, that see, you that's the worst part. That sucks. Right? Fucking like, cause like it was it was my worst fears coming true in that moment of like I'm gonna spoil it for her because she's completely forgotten that we talked about this and way to go, Rob's brain. It's fun too, cause like as soon as she told me the brand and the 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 model, you found it. It was right there in my Google search. Yeah. <laughs> yep, right there in my Google search. It was exactly the Google search I used to buy the camera. I'm very, very proud go. of you. Yeah. Yeah, I was so upset. That's all right. Anyway, so yeah, I bought her a camera. It's a Canon Rebel. Rebel. Come with a little Rebel symbol on it, because that'd be awesome. Rebel or Revel? Rebel. Okay, just checking. No, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. My enunciation was shit. Well, enunciate better. Okay. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. I swear to God. Wasn't an overly difficult sentence. Kevin? I got a couple things. Mm-hmm. Over the weekend, I decided to uh, change up my phone. Yeah, you did. I left Sprint and went to T-Mobile. boy. Which are technically the same. Yeah. And, and you're actually not supposed to be able to do that, but the the reps at T-Mobile have found ways around it. Because <laughs> they're awesome. Uh, because because they're, they're, they're not merged. They're kind of shared. So it's... Sprint is sharing off of T-Mobile's towers. Yeah. Right. Um, and so it's it's different, but um, yeah. So uh, they were able to do that for me, and I got the the One Plus Eight T. I decided to go off brand and go with a uh, it's a community owned uh, cell phone company, and it is a dope phone. Um, it is it has two hundred fifty six gigs of storage. Like, what am I gonna Jesus. what am I gonna use that? <clears throat> Porn. But, uh, porn, yeah, it, it, like a, a hundred camera lenses. The 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 pictures on this thing are ridiculous. Um, I yeah, I really like it, and uh, so it's it's nice being back on T-Mobile. And there you go. Yeah, I went. To, I made the switch from Sprint to T-Mobile and was much happier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I, I ordered a case and uh, screen protectors for it, and I was like, well, I don't want to just get that. I should get one more thing to add to my box. <laughs> Uh, and so I got a hard shut up. I got a hardcover of the uh, the the House of X um, storyline. Yeah, from recent X Men. Yeah, it's so only a couple it, years it, old now. Yeah, and it's the full one, so it's both House of X and Powers. Oh, of it X. is. Yep, it's. Both. Is it chronological? Like, does it go in the order of the issues? Yep. Awesome. Yeah. So oh, I'm, I might I'm, have to borrow that. I'm very excited to sit down and read it. Um, like, because I, uh, I hear the storyline is 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 super good. So. Yeah, that's. Nice. Sweet. So I super dig my Marvel Unlimited subscription, but like, there's something about holding a comic in your hands that is, like, it's the same. Nostalgic. Same, yeah. yeah, it's the same issue though with like eBooks and stuff for me. Mm-hmm. Like the the images and the colors are crisper on my tablet, but like at the same time, it just man, there's something nice about holding a comic book and, yeah. and flipping through it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, anything else, Kevin? Um, the sweet hoodie you're wearing. Uh, yeah, so I picked up this pink, this gigantic Pink Floyd hoodie. Like I swim in it, and that takes a lot. Um, but and, it's uh, so it's, cool. It's a really cool, very soft. Uh, it's a super comfy Pink Floyd hoodie yeah. where it's uh, the the whole motif is is the wall, the wall. and in the middle yeah. is the you know the the light the, beam going through the, the prism. Brain. Yeah. yeah. It's a sweet dude. I, it looks <laughs> fucking sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. So for listeners, it, he's basically wearing the cover of the album "The Wall," mm-hmm. 
but instead of like the the hole where the name Pink Floyd's The Wall is, it's uh, the Dark Side of the Moon cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking sweet. Yeah, it's a it's a dope hoodie. But yeah, it, uh, I have not purchased anything huge with my stimulus yet. Um, I did make one small purchase, and that was to get a display stand for all of my kyber crystals. <laughs> Nerd. And then uh, nice. it'll it'll also hold my temple guard lightsaber staff eventually. I, <laughs> so yeah. funny, funny stuff. So I was figuring out, like, I was like, oh, I was so sad on, like, uh, displaying how it's going to display on my lightsabers. And then I got talking to this guy at work who does a lot of, like, fabricating and woodwork and stuff. And he's like, well, you could do this, and you could do that, and you could do this. I'm like, god damn it, you motherfucker. Now I'm going to have to, like, redesign it because now I have all these different ideas. I'm like, fucker. <sighs> so anyways. Yeah, and so I, I was talking to Luke about uh, my next tattoo. Oh, yeah? And he's like, well, you just need to pick the style. I'm like, I don't understand the question. It's just lines. <laughs> your, uh, All right. Your Valkyrie? Yeah. No. Nah. What? what do you mean style? Yeah, he asked me about style. He, 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 he's, you sent him the photo? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, well, you just need to pick a style. I'm like, I don't. What do you mean? But I don't want to ask that because I want to sound like an idiot. It just didn't just say I just wanted like that. What is on the photo? I would ask. Just say you know. I, I mean, I told him I wanted a, a like a different color. Mm, okay. Sure. Is it what's the pictures in a different color than you want? Yeah, because I'm thinking about doing like maybe a like a light purple or something like that. Sure. Light purple. Yeah. That's wrong, Mister Connery. Light purple is not even a color. I can't even fucking find the email from him now. It's funny. It's funny. Funny joke. Funny hat. Wearing a hat. Yeah, that's all I got. What do you got, Nick? Uh, speaking of tattoos, speaking of Luke, uh, Luke did some nice artwork on me. Yeah, he um, did. Yeah, he did. It's just hiding there. He's hiding there. It's a little blue space Lego man with some space around him. Space! Um, and people think, oh, they're like, oh, you go from Lego movie. No, I fucked no. the Lego movie. No, it's because I played with Legos as a kid and the blue spaceman with a broken helmet, mind you, because the blue spaceman always had a fucking broken helmet. He did. Um, and I played with Legos as a kid and this is totally reminiscent of my childhood. And my favorite part, although it is done phenomenally and I think it's, uh, it's definitely one of my most detailed tattoos, in the legs, because the Lego man had little spaces in the back uh, where you could like sit him down on the pegs and stuff, he <laughs> left the spots open where the holes are and so, so you can see my skin through it, which is a very small detail, but like it's little things like that that really I that think make him such a good fucking artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he said there's, so here's That's what he said. He smart. said there's a lot we can do: cut out, embedded, stone, digital. I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> By the way, Luke listens to this. Good. What does that mean? I'm an idiot. <laughs> pretend I'm stupid. I was going to tell you to tell him that in an email, but podcast form works too. <laughs> yeah, well, now he knows. <laughs> but yeah, so he did this. I'll probably get back to him before this even airs and he's going <laughs> to yeah. listen. Going, you idiot. <laughs> uh, and it looks, I mean, I really like it. I think it looks good. And then we talked about filling in the rest of everything else. So yeah. um, I'm filling in the nerd sleep pretty good. And then tomorrow, actually, he's going to finish the other one because we ran out of time. But I'm going to get the Harley, well, Harlequin slash Harley Quinn uh, arm tattoo. So it's going to be black and red, which will match all my other black and red. Wrap around my right forearm a little bit. Yeah. So that'll be cool. And then I, uh, I spent some of my plasma money. I got a little bit of a little printer. Um, I got a little 3D printer, a little under 3 Pro. Yeah. Um, I really like it. It took me an aggravating amount of time to figure out how to level the fucking thing. Uh, but oh. thank 
But thank you, Sean, in England, who helped me keep my sanity and helped me walk me through leveling the fucking thing. Interesting question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, so you know how, did, did yours come with like an extra screw of each type? Yes. Do I think you, so. Do you still have them? Yes. Because I, mine didn't come with the screws to attach the power supply unit. <laughs> really? So the, <laughs> the, the mid-level fathead ones. Oh, I don't know if I have. Well, look through this bag, because this is all the stuff that okay, I've left over. I'm gonna. If, if yeah, and I'm really pissed, and I'm just going to a fucking hardware store. So don't I'm not going to steal your tips or anything. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, so, yeah, so it took me forever to fucking uh, set that fucker up, uh, mainly leveling it, because it took forever. Uh, but I finally got... <laughs> Did you find them? Yeah. Sweet. Well, one, but, you know, that's... One's so, better than none. One is better than none. But at least you can take that to the hardware store and get exactly what you need. There you exactly. Go. So I printed some uh, little grenades for my pulse rifle from the aliens, and they're different numbers uh, because they're different styles because Thingverse had like six different styles. Uh, so yeah, and I printed some things for some people at work, and I'm going to just start printing shit for me because, oh man, there's a lot of shit on Thingverse yeah. I don't want to print. I'm going to print so many fucking D&D minis, uh, and then I'm gonna, I am gonna—I want to do a better version of my Darth Nihilus mask. Nice. So I'm going to print that out and paint it. And nice. I was going to uh, say, I, I would like a mask. I was just, either of you would be willing. Sure. Um, yeah. I was thinking about writing a movie about like... It, uh, like a short film, like it'd be like it looks like a big action movie, but then it just turns out they're the fucking minis, and then they're like, "Oh, kids got to go to lunch," and then they're just like, "Eh." Like, I think I'd write like a horror movie about how oh, the 3D printer comes alive. Oh, fuck. The 3D prints your death. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie, point two. <laughs> no, what was the name of that one with the car that came Christine. out? Christine. Christine. That's right. God damn it, Carrie Christine. That, that came close. out. Uh, that was the number one movie the the month I was born. And I remember seeing that movie, and I was like, this movie's stupid. And then there was another one with Emilio Estevez when it was like a truck came to life. Maximum Overdrive. Yes. That's it. That's it. Yeah. It like Directed like, by Stephen King. looked like the fucking Green Goblin, but and it I, wasn't the Green I Goblin. I frequently got it confused with uh, uh, Free Jack. Yeah. Yeah. That was called because it had, like, when he goes to the future, yep. there's that truck yep. that almost hits yep. him. And uh-huh. for some reason, my kid mind yep. melded those until I've, I saw them both again. I'm like, these are two separate completely movies. Completely different. <laughs> yep. I did I did the exact same thing. Because, uh, once again, USA Up All Night with Rhonda Shear, uh, nice. and sometimes Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey uh, showed those movies often. Uh, so it's because they weren't very good. Well, the, that was what they were known for, not showing very good movies. It also was a big. Uh, I don't want to say sexual awakening, but uh, there's a lot of movies on there that were like... Yeah, Gilbert Godfrey was my sexual awakening, too. (laughs) I'm going to claim that ass, he exclaimed. (laughs) No, the movies they showed. Some of them were naughty. Naughty. (laughs) Sorry about your... (laughs) The levels. Sorry, future me. Spike the shit out of that. (laughs) I I now want to (laughs) hear... Pooping into my cup man is Gilbert Godfrey. (laughs) No, I'm going to fucking do it then. Because I haven't done my Godfrey in a while. Pooping into my cupped hands. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm upset that I just did the facial expressions. That's right, you, I'm you not upset that you did the facial expressions. <laughs> you kind of have to to do it, a yeah, good. It feels like you can't do Gilbert Godfrey without, without scrunching, scrunching your whole like your you whole just face. ate a lemon and that's how you make the voice. And then you see him with like when he's not making that face, you're like, "Who the fuck is that?" And you're like, "Oh, it's Gilbert Godfrey." Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was a a, a stand up thing uh, it was a mini series on with Dave Attell and somebody else, uh, like that guy. Um, 
Who's the guy that does all the roasts? Jeffrey. Jeff, Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross. It was like them doing a stand up and they would have like famous people. And Gilbert Godfrey was in their audience. Was it like the, the late night one or after hours or walk? It, it was a recent one where oh, they're like in okay, this like little tiny bar, but like like Tom Cruise is in the audience one night when they're just doing stand up and it's just, they're making fun of stand up and or Tom Cruise and. Uh, they're probably making fun of stand Bob too. Saget was in the audience one night and Gilbert Godfrey was there. It was kind of, I forget what it was on though. It was kind of a fun show to watch though. So it's just a collection of the best <laughs> yeah. aristocrats, jokes, tellers. Uh, cool. Kind of, except for Tom Cruise. <laughs> well, yeah, and Tom Cruise. <clears throat> right, and Tom Cruise. Anyway, Bob Saget. And well, he was Gilbert in the audience. Godfrey. Yeah, but like. Saget. His comedy's actually pretty funny. His comedy is. Yeah, back in the day, if you use '90s standards, sure, I suppose <laughs> then. But like, I, um, I don't know. His more recent stuff is pretty good too. But like, his old stuff was raunchy as fuck. Yeah, that's very the, much not Danny House. Tanner. Yeah, yeah. His mid two thousands work is super run, and he says some stuff about the twins, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> oh, that's uncomfortable, man. And then you forget that, speaking of WandaVision, Elizabeth Olsen is actually younger than the twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the younger sister. Yeah, I know. A lot of people don't know that. They think they're, she's the older sister. Cool. She seems so well-adjusted, and they're not. Right. And she seems... and because we met her as an adult, it's, I think yeah. that's where your yeah. mind goes. It's true. It's very true. That might be it. <clears throat> well, so it speaking seems... of that, WandaVision, that's good. That's a good segue. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. You're welcome. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like I totally took credit for that, Rob. You're yeah, wel- you're welcome. You're yeah, welcome. you're welcome. <laughs> I had a moment. I was just gonna let us get through a segue, like and I stole seamlessly for once. No, never. Speaking never. of the Olsen sisters, Wandavision. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. That was a good segue. Speaking of Bob Saget, Wandavision. <laughs> so Wandavision, guys. We're gonna talk about the whole series. So if you haven't seen it, uh, we're gonna spoil the shit out of it. So don't uh, listen any farther than this. Yeah. If you have, uh, uh, listen in, talk, comment, uh, leave us questions or comments about what you think about what we say about it. Um, uh, yeah, we, please do. We, we like to interact with you guys. We so should, by all means, <laughs> we should we should maybe we talk figure out, shit. We don't mind. We should maybe figure out like a segment where people write in or something. We should. Um, people have suggested doing this live, and I'm like, mm, I would love to. We've done this live once, a few times, right? Well, yeah. Oh, you mean internet live? That's right. Different. Yeah, like internet live. Yeah. Uh, while we do it, um, and most of the time it would work out, but sometimes there's shit we got to cut out that we shouldn't talk about. So, and, that, and that's fine. But we just have to. I think we. We act better when we do live. Yeah. You know, we don't get too personal. Because sometimes we say personal shit that needs to be cut out, which is mm, fine. It's okay. Which is fine. We're friends. Um, Mr. Black. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I wanted to start out overall. Just give me your like your general overall. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Um, but don't go into too much detail, but just like your overall of the series. Was it, uh, A, what you expected? Did it fit the Marvel key? Um and did you like it or hate it, Rob? Okay, so so let's. Um, it was the first one again. Did did it did it was it what I expected? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I couldn't brain think. Yeah, I should have wrote this down. You should have written, written this down. Um, <laughs> Consummate professionals, folks. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, was it what I expected? No, no, it absolutely was not what I was expecting. Did it play into? The Marvel Universe. The Marvel Universe. Um, yeah, absolutely. It played in the Marvel Universe. I think it did a great job of that. And it's it's a worthy um, inclusion into the MCU uh, as its own standalone piece. Um, I think that, I think it's uh, perfect. I, it's great that 
Wanda and and Vision got their own movie essentially, but their mm-hmm. movie's fucking long. Yeah, love it. Like it, hate it. Like it, hate it. I liked it. I really did like it, and and I think there were parts of it that like I had to struggle with a little bit to because I had built up this per- these perceptions in my mind right. based on what it was what the st- what story they were telling, and then my personal uh, feelings towards the comics and the comic storylines that they were using and pulling from. And so, were you super familiar with the comic? The comics that they pulled from? Yeah, but I think that's because they're both very famous. Like, well, they pulled from several, but the the two main ones was, uh, um, well, three main ones. Well, just two, really. Vision (laughs) Quest. I'm sorry, not Vision Quest. uh, Scarlet Witch and the Vision, uh, limited series. Mm -hmm. And then House of X. Sorry, House of M. We were just talking about House of X. Yeah. Um, Do you remember what year those roughly came out? House, House of, of M. M came out in the early 2000s. Yeah, it was like mid 2003 2004. So, I think it was all in college. Yep, and it was just before Civil War because mm-hmm. that was that was the next big crossover after uh, House of M. And uh, Scarlet Witch and the Vision came out 2005 90s, but maybe also late 2000s. I'm okay. not sure. Either way, uh, like those are the two big. Ones they've been pulling from, so like I liked it. I, I was like was but, struggling. Yeah, there's a button <laughs> but, there. But I struggled with the fact that it didn't quite live up to the expectations I had from those comic storylines. And obviously, I should know better because, like, obvious, like they don't translate the comics directly. Ever. Right, right. They don't, and they shouldn't because it's its own story, and that's fine. But I did struggle a little bit with not getting the ending I wanted from House of M. And the thing, and the dirty, the dirty deed done dirt Pete. But anyways. Kevin? I'm sad that Quicksilver was some guy with the last name of Boner. I, like that was my, that was my sentence. That's quick dirty Pete. deed done dirt Pete. Pete Boner. Was it what you expected? Uh, obviously not, uh, but like I mean, going into it from the beginning, I had no expectations. Once right. we hit about that halfway point, I had all sorts of expectations. Uh, it didn't really live up to any of them, other than my expectation of it leading into uh, Doctor Strange. Okay, so that it certainly lived up to Marvelverse. Yeah, uh, well, the Doctor Strange two and the the Multiverse of Madness. Right, right, right. right, right. right. Just might he's the going next... down his list. Yeah, um, and then. Um, yeah, it fits in great. Like to the point of where if I was doing a full MCU watch, that's the, probably the only show I would include. I wouldn't do any of the Netflix ones. No Agents of Shield. No Agents of Shield. No yeah. Runaways. None of it. But but that one I would because it, it's the only show that I feel is really like sophisticatedly connected mm-hmm. okay. uh, to the to the the MCU films. Yeah, it's uh, and you absolutely were, and it's you know, if you cut out all the credits, it's only about three and a half hours long, so it's not too bad. It's about a movie. Uh and you're familiar very familiar with the comics? Uh I am I'm sort of familiar. Okay. I I've, I've read all of House of M and I've read a, a, a bits and pieces of uh of Scarlet and Vision. And 
Um, like literally, I think I've read like two comics of it, but, um, so I'm not as familiar with that one. So I didn't have as much of an expectation from that side of things. Sure. Um, well the happy homemaker stuff is where that comes. Yeah. And that's, and that's where I've, uh, and I've read a little bit of that. So, um, but yeah, it, uh, I think, uh, Kath and Han has been an incredible addition to the, to the MCU super villains. Um, yes, I realize that in the comics, she's not as much of a villain as much as she is a, a neutral party who just sort of does what she thinks is best for she. But well, and she's also a mentor to um, to to Wanda mm-hmm. in the comics. Um, and oh, I mean, by they, the way, they, they touched on that a little bit. Like a little they, bit. They were. She had that nice little uh, thro- a bit of a throwaway line, but like the line where she's like, "So thanks for teaching me the lesson." Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is a good moment right here. Um, to uh, attempt to put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. Nick. Yes. I believe I owe you an apology. You don't owe me an apology. I think I do, though. I know you do. Pretty sure I do. We have, we have speculations, and sometimes we're right, sometimes we're wrong. Yeah, but like... The I thought we went over this... We did a little bit. A little bit, but like we, we were trying to avoid the, the obvious spoiler at the time. Wait, before you do that, like it or hate it. <clears throat> Let's finish Kevin's... Loved it. I loved it yeah. I, because I just because it didn't meet what I thought was going to happen doesn't mean I automatically turn around and start hating it because I'm not a <laughs> sexless chud. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you addressed that. Thank you. Fucking, I, I still enjoyed it because even though it wasn't what I expected it to be, people who talk about the Star Wars sequel movies, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Weird. You think they're the same? The same people? Same group of people? I'm- so real quick here. Yes. Nick, yes. I'm sorry. You don't have to be sorry. I, <laughs> you have to, I, I don't do. feel you have to be sorry. I, but thank I you. Think, I, I think appreciate I it. Uh, you threw out a theory that uh, at the time was perfectly reasonable, and uh, I shit on it because I've listened <laughs> to the episode. I was just like, nah, this shit's stupid. There's no way Agnes is Agatha. That's too easy. They're fucking hokey. <laughs> that, that'd be a hacky move. They're not going to do that. And sure enough, Agatha was A, fucking Agnes, and B, it wasn't hacky. Like, and that's my thing is like, I, ex- like, I assumed that if they did it, it was going to be hacky and it was going to be kind of like, it was just too obvious and it felt like more of a red herring, honestly. There is a hacky thing I think they did in the show, uh, and Kevin's already touched on it. Dirty thing they did to Pietro. Yeah. Dirty. Yeah, I, they fuck they did Pietro dirty. They set us up hard just to kind of turn him into a dick joke and it, that that depressed me. But it was sad. No. Having him there I still enjoyed because he is a great actor and you can yeah. tell he was having fun with it. So oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His last name's Boner. <laughs> and I got the fucking I got Proton, so whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And now they just need to make a spinoff show about her and, and fucking Cat uh, Dennings and fucking Jimmy yeah. Woo. Jimmy yeah. Woo, Cat Dennings, and Proton. Yeah. 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 That'd be fun. I'd enjoy that. Um, so, and then the question was asked uh, Did I come up with it on my own? And the answer is yes and no. Uh, because you, Kevin brought up the point that was like, that was kind of an offshoot. And I am not as familiar with the character, uh, the, the comics. I knew a little of the story, and I've seen and read some of the stuff that like uh, Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange did together, because when they were kicking ass and taking names and did all that cool shit. 
Um, yeah, you're not as much into the comics as Kevin. And, and that's why I thought right. it was a suspicious pull. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. And so here's the answer that I gave them it's off not like air. it's Madam Web who was in the Spider-Man cartoon. Right. And and here's the answer. So when I... I, so when I thought when the, the the episode when they were talking about oh I have to go I have, I know the perfect person I go talk to and I was like oh it's got to be fucking Doctor Strange so I tried to do some research and tried to say did they ever everyone was wrong because it was no one right yeah uh, exactly uh, but I wanted to see I'm like oh did they ever meet up and like I remember reading about the the Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch but I don't remember this and in doing said research I came across Agnes and I was like. No, because she's a witch, and I'm like, Catherine Hahn was dressed as a witch. I'm like, do you think? Because it, I mean, it, I mean, has, it would be too George Lucas of them to make it that fucking obvious. And I, but I thought, I'm like, but maybe. Well, and so, like, that's the thing. But I, I didn't think she was going to be a bad guy. Yeah, I didn't think they ever overplayed their hand on her, though. No. And I was, like, I, the, the witch thing, I was like, oh, that's cute because Agnes, Agatha, that makes sense. Sure, why not? That'll work. Uh, and then, but but even at that point, I was still like, I'm eh, not gonna make so, her. And then they, go, they do that song, and the whole time you're like, oh, I should have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you should have seen fucking so, all of it. I, I'm like, an idiot. So, going with back, the bunny. Going back through. So fuck. So in my, in my, you can fuck with it, I don't care. Yeah. Um, it, um, so in my throwing a dart at a dartboard and hitting a bullseye was kind of a shot in the dark. Yeah. Honestly. No. Hey, man. Uh, every <laughs> broken clocks already uh, right twice a day. Right. Yeah. And because honestly, with like this show, I, I try to avoid all the internet. Like you'd see, I'd see a t- sub. I'd start reading a, a title of something on like Facebook, and I'm like, nope, 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 no, fucking scroll past it. I don't want to read. I don't read. I don't because I don't want anything spoiled. Um, but sometimes I do my own. Re- I try to do my own research because I, like I said, I wasn't as familiar with the comic, but I kind of remembered some things. Um, but um, was it what I expected? Absolutely not. Like the rest of you, um, I feel it very well fit into the Marvel verse and makes me ask all sorts of questions. And like you said, I very, especially with that last scene, I think it very much sets up Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, I loved it. I mean, at first I was like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, oh, fuck, this is getting marvelly really quick. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, this is really fucking good. I do have one question, though, and maybe I missed it. What, where, where did White Vision go? Because they were there. They had this really romantic scene. I thought they were going to kiss. And then I thought, Oh, they they got absorbed. Like he absorbed him. The fake vision absorbed white vision, and that was not the case. So, but but did you note? And this might just be a pure weird thing. But did you notice on her new outfit that on the neck part right here is the exact same shape as Vision's fucking stone on his head? Uh Did not actually. Yeah. Uh, No, (laughs) he did not get absorbed because they were two different entities. That's what I thought. The, The vision. Classic looking vision got absorbed back into into Wanda, but right. but uh, white vision uh, went off to go to find himself. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I, and by the way, that is a <laughs> plot point. I hope is that is not dropped, but I'm very very worried that it will be. And I thought, I honestly thought in the last episode, I'm like, they're gonna kill off Wanda. They're gonna kill her off. I thought for sure they were, and that somehow Agnes would take over some part of it or whatever storyline they would and I'd be upset about it I thought the ending was brilliant I thought what they did with the whole thing I don't I don't think they will drop it because Vision is set to be in more 
movies. Is he? And he is Vision sure. now. Uh, but I think he, as he, you know, discovers his past visioniness through the, you know, the, the memories that he retains, um, I think he's going to, he's going to become colorful again. Would you like to see a Vision Quest miniseries? Yeah. Oh God, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Uh, oh, that'd be perfect for Paul Bettany, I be- think. And because I mean, obviously, there's not going to be a sequel to this series. It's just the no. I think the, there the should be a sequel, done. and it should be called Vision. No, well, that's what I was getting to. Oh, God, I'm sorry, fucker. I I spoiled it for you. I apologize. <laughs> so, the, so, but they they didn't really show. I don't remember them showing where he went or if he just he went sh- off. He went. He went. But no, they went. didn't, and I think that was on purpose. And I'm, I'm yeah. really, I really don't think they'll they'll drop it on that one. I think he's gonna he's gonna show up. For, I am worried that he'll he'll be dropped, but I think he's. Gonna I be hope in, he is in, in Doctor Strange. And I mm. I do, and this is just my opinion. Out of all the Marvel things, I think some of the best acting acting was between Paul Bettany and uh, uh, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean that's fair. and Elizabeth Olsen like those th- that last scene with them and those two talking to each other I was just like it's yeah, fucking if, if cool. you didn't if you didn't cry you, you were more heartless than Vision God damn yeah it was so good like it was just did I, not, I did it, not uh, <laughs> how do you I'm make, sorry why do you just did fucking emotionless bean pole uh, I don't know bean pole bean pole I don't know I'm I not I couldn't think of anything else of people. So. Half keg <laughs> at the worst. Yeah, it was it was great. I think there were some really good moments between the two of them. And it literally just the two of them. And, and Elizabeth Olsen especially. Uh, she had some great solo moments too. Um, I think there's just it was just so good. Who did she hear at the end? Uh, was it her kids? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's and so me. that's the multiverse and then she's going to... We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I, 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 I was... With as much theorizing as we did over this last uh, thing, <laughs> and how should I throw another dart at the dartboard? Girl, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. Go ahead. I haven't researched anything. I, I might later. Um, onslaught. It's gonna be onslaught. <laughs> I was. No. I was. Was the the fake Wanda outside? Was that her just like projecting? I think that was actually Wanda, like. The physical form of Wanda being able to go out and do things and, like, at least project a sort of, you know, consciousness, essentially. Like, because she's fucking powerful. Yeah, I think the consciousness was the one studying and, and the one having some yeah. tea was physical. Yeah. I and think- then when she had to run off, she's going yeah. to poop back together. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, hey, physical Wanda, come here. Well, yeah, but, like, I think... No, I think I think she is such a powerful witch that she is able to access the astral plane while still keeping the physical body conscious. Maybe sort of on like a more powerful than Doctor Strange does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, like, I'm, and that's well, yeah, straight up what they said in the show. Yeah, that she will become more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, and and already she's proven it because she can put her physical form on autopilot and make it look like she's not actually off in the astral realm. But sure enough, she's there and she's doing her study in there. More, more so she was twice. Like not just like her, her body wasn't an autopilot, just enjoying tea. Like she was there, but she was enjoying also there. tea as much as she was studying like fucking Dr. Manhattan style. Oh, <laughs> 
I hate that. <laughs> uh, I love it, but I hate it. <laughs> and then I, I did do some research because I was kind of curious. I'm like, why the fuck was she in the middle of nowhere other than just to like get away from the fucking world? Um, is this direct correlation to, and I forget the name of it, the place that they mentioned in the comic books for Wanda where she was for a while um, near her home? From Sokovia? Yeah. Like she, she had some sort of. I and I, I'm, I should have wrote it down. I didn't. Um, but I was uh, read something about she had a in the comics. She had a uh, escape in the mountain somewhere. Wondergore. That what was that it? There's so okay in the comics. There is a mountain fortress type thing that has sort of like a space you can go to that's kind of like a log cabin in the middle of the fucking woods where nobody can see you. But that's Magneto's base for a few years. Like, he's got this mountain in the mountains of fucking... Mountain in the mountains. Mountain in the fucking mountains of... Mountainburg. Mountainburg, yeah. There you go. Right next to South Mountain. Mm. Which is to uh, the north and East Mountain to the south. Right. Yeah. Like East St. Paul and West St. Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. West St. Paul and South St. Paul. Located conveniently near Mountainton. Yeah. Um, But but he's got this mountain in the comics uh, in the middle of Eastern Europe somewhere uh, that he uses as like an evil lair. Uh, I don't remember the actual name of it. The joke on um, the X-Men podcasts, Jay and Silent, no, Jay and Silent, no. Jay and Miles explain the X-Men. Uh, the joke, they call they call it Octopusheim. <laughs> there's reasons. Um, but, like, he's got this little space where, and it's, like, on a mountain retreat, and there's, like, a little log cabin there, too. Hmm. So, like, that could be what you're talking about or thinking about, right. but it doesn't seem terribly likely, because they're... They're not bringing in the X-Men yet, and as upset about it as I am, I get why they're doing it, because they want to do it in a movie. Movie. (sighs) Do you think that the book she was reading was uh, one of the missing books from- It was Darkhold. It was the Darkhold. Mm -hmm. It was was, uh, Agatha's book. Right, but isn't that- uh, There's a theory out there that that was one of the missing books from Doctor Strange. Like, if you look in the- in the movie. I believe oh. we had seen it once before. Yeah, in I the, think I think maybe the one that I read specifically was in the movie when they're talking about the restricted books and they're talking about and they're all the ones that are chained up, there's one that is missing. Yep. Uh and that was the one that Agatha has. Yeah, I believe that. Um which I mean which would explain like even the ending where she looks like Doctor Strange to kind of maybe tie the two together. Well, that's exactly why she looks like that is so that she looks like Doctor Strange and like that's specifically to tie into the movie. I believe in Agents of Shield uh, Ghost Rider had it for a second. Oh. Ghost Rider was in Agents of Shield? Yeah. 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 The the not the not the Nicholas Cage one, not the no. Nicholas Cage one, the, the, the good one, but not even the same, not even the same character of Ghost Rider. It was a different guy as Ghost Rider. He's yeah. the one with the cards. He's Latino. Oh, yeah. that Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of a side note uh, on Doom Patrol, that cyborg is that supposed to be the same? Is that supposed to be in the same universe as the the other DC cyborg in the movie? No. Okay, I just had to clear that up. Because they talk about Bruce Wayne. Like, do you want to be Bruce Wayne? Bruce Wayne, Rich? Yeah, Bruce Wayne does exist in the <clears throat> multiverse also. 
Right. Yeah. But I was just wondering if it was the same. That's why it was going to be Ben Affleck and Robert Pattinson at the same time. Yeah. Yep. But I was wondering if it was the same. It's supposed to be the same cyborg or no. not. And Michael Keaton. So they don't exist. In, this Doom Patrol doesn't exist in the same. Okay. It's Justice League. Zack Snyder first. No. Okay. Actually, they they uh, they come to exactly this conversation in Crisis on Infinite Earths. They show clips from Titans, Doom Patrol, and <laughs> and the the DCU um, Flash Flash comes in. Yep. And they just like what what's the conversation? Like, well, well it's it, it's not really a conversation. No. I mean, there is a conversation, and but that's between Flashes between um, Ezra Miller. Flash and um, Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin's Flash. Flash. Um, they have a conversation, but like you just see flashes of of the the Titans and uh, Doom Patrol world, and it says what Earth it is. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. And Titans and Doom Patrol are on the same Earth, or are they different ones? They are different. That's even, what I thought. Even though Doom Patrol started on Titans, that's a different Doom Patrol. Yeah, which is why which is why the professor looks different. Um, he's played by no name McCoy in the Titans, and then by James Bond in the the real yep. show. Yep. Uh, okay. Chief. <sighs> so back to WandaVision. Um, yeah. <laughs> and why they never fucking talk about the Titans after that. Uh, thank sure. you for cleaning it up for me. I figured it was probably different, but I was like, I gotta ask just to make sure because I fucking stupid. Um, uh, in the DC verse, anyways, because um, I am a little sad that the majority of the the last and longest episode was a superhero fight. Um, while I wanted that to a degree, um, I wanted there to be a little bit more subplot and intrigue stuff and mm. answers and stuff. But you know, it is a superhero property, so there's got to be some shoot 'em up, shoot 'em up, pow pow somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think this has been confirmed at this point. Sure felt like Darcy got shafted for the last couple episodes there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and I believe it's explained, like, I believe someone said there are a bunch of cut scenes of Darcy because of time and story. Like I get that. Gotta, to. gotta get all those credits in. Yeah. Yep. I felt at the end, though, it was a little bit uh, Star Trek The Next Generation um, uh, why can't I think? Who's uh, Sherlock Holmes Mor- uh, Moriarty? It was a little uh, their their Moriarty episode where they lock him into a fucking box and he's in his own world now. Oh, sure, gotcha. All I right. felt like the end of WandaVision was a little bit like that with Agatha. Oh, really? Oh. Because she's like, I'm going to trap you in the world that you don't want to be in, or I'm going to trap you in whatever in the role you yeah put that, yourself in, right? You know? And I just felt I. Not that it was exactly like putting her in her own little world, but it's interesting that you used Star Trek The Next Generation with the Sherlock Holmes holodeck episode when there's there's so many examples to pull from, but that's the one you went Yeah, because that's like where that's he, the one where that he, came at the end he thinks he's he's like exploring the universe, but he's actually just in like a little data chip. But like, yeah. I don't think that's what it is. I think she's trapped in that tiny little shell of a dimension like she doesn't get like this whole neighborhood i don't think oh okay and right. at least that's not what it seemed to me it looks like it's more of a, a rita repulsa sort of a hmm. yeah she gets turned into the one thing that she forced herself into like that's that's what's happening there hmm. or she's trapped in her own little mind i don't know mm-hmm. yeah, basically, yeah basically yeah. yeah um just an overview like uh the pacing on this show what do you guys think Good. I mean, it, yeah? it it 
it slowed where it needed to. It sped up where yeah. it needed to. And it, it didn't. Uh, and I think that's because the you know the episodes were fourteen and a half minutes long with <laughs> twenty five minutes of credits that right. they had to sort of. It, gonna, uh, can I get a piece of paper so I can keep track of how many times Kevin <laughs> mentions the fucking credits? I find it annoying. <laughs> I'm out of paper. I don't think sorry. it was that bad. I I liked it. It it. it this show had the format that I like in shows that keep me vested. Like, it, it's it's too short, and you're just like, fuck, I want more. Like, ah, fucking bad. Like, actually, when uh, Walking Dead was good, um, at the end of that, even though they're hour yeah, episodes. right now, the last episode I just watched. I haven't watched the season at all, the rest of the season at all, so don't spoil it. Uh, but I don't, I'm like, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'm vested. I'm like, I should just watch it, but I'm like, Ugh, do Darryl, I have to? Daryl fucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, but not, you know what I mean, ladies and gentlemen. The excitement <laughs> on, on Nick's face. But the early episodes, the early episodes were uh, like they kept me vested. Like, what's going to happen? Like, God, I got to watch the next episode. And like, that's what WandaVision did. It very much did that. And well, I mean, because every each and every fucking episode ended on a goddamn cliffhanger, right? And you're like, which was where like, where the fuck are they going with this? All the shows we were watching were doing that. It's pissing me off because like. Uh, we're also watching Servant right now. Mm. Okay. Every single one of those ends on a goddamn cliffhanger. We're watching For All Mankind, which I cannot recommend enough. Servant's uh, the one. Way. Both of these are on Apple Plus, so if you if you have that, which uh, if you have an uh, iPhone, I, I think you get for free. Um, uh, it's got some good shows. You can make those noises all you want. It's got some good shows. Servant, I recommend. For All Mankind, I recommend. C, I recommend. Uh, for uh, Servant. Uh, has Rupert Grint in his what? most powerful performance. Like, he carries so many of these episodes with his startling American accent. But that's the thing, is that all these shows end on cliffhangers, and that's what keeps you going. Um, well, I mean, with, like, serving a couple of the episodes, have been a little slow. But, yeah, WandaVision, I, I never felt bored. I mm-hmm. never felt like, oh, let's fucking, let's hurry it up here, folks. What are you, what are you signaling over there? Sorry, I just wanted, okay, cool. That's what I was doing. I was just trying to signal to him, and I was trying to do it so that I didn't distract you from what you were saying. It's 100% distracting. <laughs> I'm sorry. And Clarissa explains it all, and go. I oh, know Zach Morris timed out, but Clarissa, Clarissa could too. Didn't? She did, yeah. Well, she would fourth wall break. I don't know. She did fourth wall break, but then she did the Zach Morris timeout, like, and everything would stop around her. I don't remember. Anyways. Um, I don't know if she did. I think she just took... Moments where nothing was happening, like oh, she yeah. would go to her room, and gotcha. that's where she would she would narrate from. narrate what was going on. So it wasn't yeah. the Zach Morris timeout, no, right? Yeah. She just oh, great Zach idea. Morris is trash. I know yes, my favorite web series. Continue, Kevin. It kept <laughs> it like I remember where I was. I, <laughs> I like the episode the, the pacing. It was good. <laughs> good. It was good. Kept Kevin brain think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, something I, I think I feel Rob's going to be the contrarian here shortly. No, I was going to say something I thought that was really, really clever for the show was that, uh, well, the flashback episode. Yeah. Which I don't know if anyone else noticed, but like, did you realize that it was a clip show? Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. All right, because it's a clip show. Very well done. <laughs> like, it was, it's a clip show that's not a clip show, it was, but it's a clip show. It was it's very fucking clever. clever. Like, but it was done like in the style of that episode. Like, it just, yep. 
Like, it, yeah, it was done in the style of a clip show episode without yeah. being a clip show episode. I thought it was... The, the structure... Oh, God. Okay, I just need to talk about this for a minute. The structure of this show from top to bottom with with how they did the 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 television tropes all the way through because even though we stopped doing the sitcoms on what was that episode 7 yeah yeah i want to say 7 it was right after the Malcolm in the middle episode yeah yeah 6 7 around there yeah because yeah. it was the last two that really dropped it. Yeah, the, the last two. So eight and nine, yeah. So. Eight and nine? Yeah, and seven, I think, was the Malcolm in the Middle episode. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, so, yeah, like, uh, after seven, um, like, they stopped, they dropped the sitcom conceit, but, oh, yeah, it was seven, because they had that th- episode three where the one, uh, it's named We Interrupt This Program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, like, they did sitcom tropes all the way through, and then eight and nine still had TV tropes cleverly embedded. And you, if you knew what you were looking at, then you knew. But like, right. I just thought about it just now that basically episode eight is a clip show. <laughs> um, but I thought that what I was getting to was uh, I thought that episode. Um, and the conceit they gave for how the series was structured. Brilliant. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's, that's such a smart move that, like, you know, she grew up on sitcoms because they got a bunch of DVDs and she loved Dick Van Dyke, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so she's reliving her, her childhood. Yeah. And it was, a, of and, course, and that's getting exactly to see how that went down, which we never would have otherwise. No. No, and mostly I'm glad we didn't originally, but... There was... Uh, I didn't read the article, I should have, but there was a very... It, it sounded like a very interesting article. I fucking should have read it, and I didn't. I'm sorry, I apologize. But it was about how about WandaVision and how it was like, finally you have a heroine uh, character who is actually going through some mental illness and dealing with it as you're literally watching her deal with it. Um, and even to the point where stories are skewed so like when the general or that guy comes in and says oh yeah she stole vision from us well that's what he says happened and then you see what actually happened yeah and um you know and she you're just watching her just deal with this uh, you know this mental breakdown as it you know what's the word i'm looking for like as it's happening as it's as as the story progresses yeah, um, you're watching her basically live her trauma, and in that real part, time, in Thank real time, you. and that kind of sucked. <laughs> it did suck, but I, I, it, I, it was amazing story writing. Though. Oh yeah, no, like and I don't when think they I, placated any part of trauma. You know, yeah. When I say it sucked, I mean it made me uncomfortable because then I had to examine my own feelings and fuck that. It's been a <laughs> pandemic. I don't want to think about that right now. Right. I and it, I, I felt. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, it, it did. And it, it, How dare you make me feel feelings? <laughs> yeah. And yet you didn't cry when you showed up. Nope. You fucking heartless bastard. Sorry. We, we can cry together, Kevin. Yeah. We can cry. You guys cry together. It's cool. 
Whatever. It was emotional, man. No, it's a powerful I, scene. It's a powerful writing. I don't even know who wrote the damn thing. It was episodes written by separate writers? I think so. Or is there one story writer who did, and then other... I know there are various directors. I do know that. Um, uh, Jack Shackman. No, not Jack Shackman. Matt Shackman was the director. Jack something was the writer and showrunner, and she was very good. But it was different directors for episodes, right? Yeah, I think Matt Shackman de- directed of most of it. Did he? Okay. If uh, not, I, all yeah. the, then most I mean, of there it. were there were a few, but uh, the the creator and head writer was was Jack Schaefer. Jack Schaefer, and you. she she had a lot of it, but um, great. If you guys haven't watched it, there is a documentary um, about fifty-two. It's like an hour-long documentary about inside Wandavision. I haven't watched it yet. It's on my thing. I did see that pop up, and also I, I applaud um, Disney Plus for and they. I mean, they're just they're like the worst clip shows ever, and I think they could do better. But it's something called Legends. I've seen it. It sucks. It's, it's the worst. But for people who might not be as familiar and don't necessarily want to watch all the movies can get a little backstory on the characters a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I applaud them for trying. I think they should do better. Uh, like, you know, maybe explain the comic book and the, the character itself, but they don't. They just explain what the Marvel MCU shows of these said characters. And, of course, with Wanda and, and Vision, I mean, they only got, what, four or five movies? Yeah. I mean, to really tell their story, and they were barely, barely in three movies, four movies, four. They four. got four movies, and and even then, not much. Their touch of their their falling in love story was, yeah, it was it was blink and you miss it, really. Right, and that was very powerful when it happened, and then yeah. But um, so I, I do have a question, but you have a thing, I think. Yes. So all of the the main staff writers were women, and then one black man. Fantastic. Mm. What was the racial breakdown on the women? Though? I don't Out know. There's no pictures. I had to I had to look up the guy because he was the only one I wasn't sure if he was a woman or a man because his name was Cameron. Oh, sure. And that can go either way. Yep. yep. Uh, but on his Twitter, he describes himself as a super saiyan, uh, a scribe, WandaVision, and uh, Final Space. So I had to follow him. <laughs> Fair <laughs> that enough. That was quick. Yeah. So, uh, so here's my question. Um, he seems neat, and I feel like it's going to be the same answer around the table. But was there something that didn't work for you? Something you didn't like? Something that just didn't quite float your boat? I'm going to let Nick go first because I feel like I know your answer. I don't have an answer right off the top of my head. I have to think about this. One okay, for a so moment. then Kevin, go ahead. So the end credits are really long. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just kidding. But I'm also not. I know. But I feel like the, it would have bothered me less if there had been more than just like the the two, what are the two, maybe three mid credit yeah. sequences. I uh, I think if there had been more of those, the 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 two end credits would have bothered me less. Mm, sure. Um, but other than that, uh, like I guess I was talking about in the show itself, yeah. but uh, the. The red herring of Pietro of Pietro was yeah. disappointing, um, especially because I thought we were finally going to get some fucking mutants up in this bitch. Yep. Um, uh, other than that, no, uh, because as as much of a bummer as Boner was, uh, <laughs> Catherine Hahn. Yeah, she was awesome. Guzzling so scenery uh, is, is yeah. worth every second. She is phenomenal. 
one hundred percent. I agree. Uh, yeah, the red herring with uh, with Pietro was. I was kind of bummed about that, but also it was done. I while I was bummed about it, I thought it was done kind of well. Not like they could have done better with the story of him just being a nobody, but um, but maybe the boner was a, the throwback to uh, family. The family family ties. ties. I was thinking about that too, and it's and it absolutely was. But I th- I think it would have been less disappointing if it had been somebody else. But it's the fact that it was a very specific, different Pietro yeah. that made it such a letdown. It did. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I assume you guys noticed this, but Ralph. Ralph, the whole time, was Pietro. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, yeah. and we, we discussed this, that they never, yeah. like, Ralph is such a trope throughout sitcoms of the, the, the bad luck spouse yeah, in mm-hmm. in in TV shows that uh, everyone talks shit about, but no one ever sees. Like uh, with Megan Mullally's human in Stan, Stan in uh, Will and Grace. Oh sure, okay. yeah, yep. yeah. Or um, uh, it's, there was another one that came to mind just now, and I, I um, was it uh, Enid, Enid from Scrubs. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, Kelso's wife. Enid, or his son, for that matter. Like, the yeah. two of them. But Enid was was at least sort of present, but you never truly saw her. Like, you see, saw him get, like, kicked out of the car once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, his son Harrison is another yeah. good example, I though. thought there was a photo of his son. Like, you saw a partial photo of his son mm, somewhere. Kind of. But, like, Didn't both his sons turn to his daughter? No. No, no he was just gay. He, he was just he's gay. He was just gay. That's right. I thought there was something. Anyways. Maybe there's his son's boyfriend. Turned to a, anyways. Anyways, doesn't matter. But regardless, like that 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 trope, that character that is always talked about but never seen. Right. Um, that really to, bothered you. Um, no, it didn't bother me. I like that they that that's how they tied Ralph in. Like that's we got that answer, but also I was a little sad that that's how we got that answer because mm-hmm. like I like the I like the unseen spouse trope. Yeah. I like that. It's a it's a funny trope, and you can you can work it to your advantage however you want because they're imaginary. They could be a fucking six foot dragon with seven arms and three penises. Yeah, uh, Ted yeah. Cooper. Yeah, Ted Cooper. <laughs> I miss that show. I get you, baby. I get so you. Good. Um, but I I don't want to jump on the bandwagon of um, Peter or Pietro because like Peter. Um, I don't want to jump on the bandwagon of Pietro just because like I obviously that sucked. I, I'm, I was so disappointed in that, in that reveal. Um, so like there is a silver lining to it that I like that they combined the two. Um, but the thing that I think there is one other thing that, that bothered me a little bit and that just didn't work for me. And that was Hayward as a bad guy. I just never, I just never found him to be a threat. I just thought he was annoying. I felt he was. He's annoying because he wasn't. He wasn't the threat. He was like the the mini boss nuisance. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I felt part of that was they kind of troped him into that that role of like. Ah, I'm the blah blah. He's the he's, he's the like the general Ross yeah, sort of yeah, character. Yeah. But I also felt part of that, and not necessarily the writing, but I think they just didn't they didn't really expand much on his role, and so it kind of 
they kind of dropped the ball a little bit and just kind of threw him into a trope and they're like, ah, we'll just go with that trope and it'll be fine. Because, yeah. like you said, he's not, he's like the mini boss before you get to the big boss and he's not really much of a threat. Well, and also, he wasn't actually, like, he wasn't Wanda's antagonist. He wasn't right. there to be at Wanda's no. antagonist either. He was, he was Monica's antagonist. He was Darcy's antagonist. He was Jimmy's antagonist. He was the, he's, he wasn't the villain. He was the linchpin of calamity. Ah, no, there sure. you go. Yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah, a yeah. good way the, to put the, it. The dickhead who who um usually through some sort of zealotry ideology um causes makes a bad situation worse. turn into its its near uh, worst possible scenario. Sure, uh, he's he's Jar Jar Binks, man. I don't know. He just didn't work for me as much as I would have liked him to. I think I I thought he was a decent. I would like to see Hayward come back because I feel like he's one of those characters on a TV show that works if you give him some seasons to breathe. Mm. And so if Hayward were some sort of like continual thorn in the side in the television space, I think that might be interesting. And that would make me... But I don't think S.W.O.R.D. really... I don't think they really get involved with anybody else, do they? They do. In the comics? Yeah, they do. Okay. Um, they, they're, in the comics, technically, they're more of a, a space uh, agency. Space Force? Yeah, they're Space Force. <laughs> they, no, no joke. They're Space Force. They're maybe fucking Space Force. Well, maybe they might show up in Loki because they got uh, the, the fucking Time no, Lords. they've got Time Cops. TVA over there, Time Variance Authority. Well, so Maybe they might run into the sword. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, um, if you're talking about whatever. Speaking of uh, the, the Winter Soldier... Um, <laughs> You mean Loki? Loki. Well, no, I do mean Winter Soldier. They dropped a new little trailer that revealed a little bit more, by the way. If you haven't seen it, it's fucking awesome. Go see it. Um, Yeah, there was a, I mean, I I agree with you, but at the same time, it's kind of like I didn't, I didn't see him as Wanda's main threat, especially after the, the, the Agatha was revealed. Right. But honestly, like I would be, I would be on board. I think if I, I would like Hayward more if I knew that this was not going to be a one and done for him. Gotcha. If he were going to continue on in the seasons in the, in the, in the TV universe, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if he were going to be like an interconnecting character throughout the TV universe, I think I'd find that really interesting. And I, I would be more interested in his character, but it sure does feel like they're just one and done in him. And they're not going to have any interconnecting character between series. I'm not, and maybe that's why they didn't invest too much into him because they are going to be a one. And, he is going to be a one and done. And why invest a lot of time into a one and done character? Right. I guess what I'm saying is like, I think, I think that would be a cool thing if Marvel had that, much like they did with the in the Infinity Saga. They had the running idea of the stones and stones would just pop up everywhere. And Mm. sometimes you'd see Thanos. Sometimes you didn't, uh, or like fury or just one of those, uh, (sighs) tissue characters, right? Connective tissue characters. And so like, I'd love to see a connective tissue character in the television, uh, Universe, and I know it's not its separate its own separate universe, but it would be interesting if they had a connective tissue character. I wish they would. If that was the case, I wish they would pick somebody different. 
I'd be okay with a random dude that we've never heard of. I would. I because I just feel like if they kept popping his character in after we've already, especially if we're gonna talk about characters we've already developed, like you know Bucky Ross, yeah. I mean, he he was the stand-in for the usual General Ross. Yeah. Curmudgeonly military man. Because they could afford him. Right, right. but I also feel like he, he, he stepped his game up when he said, oh, I retired, but now I'm in this new position, and now I'm whatever his new fucking position was, was not active military now, and he but he had a new position. So it, it kind of made sense, and like, he'd for be the Ross? curmudgeon. Yeah. Because he was Secretary of State. Right, but that's what I mean. Like, it, it made sense to promote him, and now he's now he's going to be the block that you know fucks with the the Avengers. But then, and I mean, there there almost wasn't a reason not to use him, I guess, other than than cost, because we had already established that he had hard feelings against Wanda, like mm. that were established. Yeah, yeah. You know, he created the Scovia Accords because of her. Yeah, yeah. So I could definitely see him popping up again. Um, sure. And maybe, or maybe he hires this guy, the sword guy, to be a whatever somebody that does something with the fucking mutant thing. I don't know. Who knows? But maybe he could pop up. I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm with you, but I'm, I'm, I don't really care if it doesn't ever show up again. Sure, that's my opinion. Um, so wrapping up and moving on a little bit. Yeah, wrapping this up. Uh, how do we feel about uh, some predictions moving forward? Him and, Doctor, getting, him and Doctor Strange better be fucking some sh- her. Her and Doctor Strange better be fucking some shit up and fucking Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. I want to see. Good. The, I I want to see him good. fuck some shit up. I want to yeah. see. So Strange I, is a mentor to Wanda in the comics yep, as well. Yep, I, I, yep, I know. And I, I want to see, I want to get that same excitement that I got at the end of, uh, of well, like first Avengers and at the end of Endgame when everybody got joined together and they just went on a fucking kick-ass spree. I want to feel that again and I want to feel it with like Wanda and Doctor Strange and I want to see some serious like just, I don't know who their enemy would be that they would need to, uh, that would be more powerful than those two. Because I feel like those two together would be probably could have taken down Strange. Well, those two and Captain Marvel could have taken down Strange, uh, Thanos. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, there is an enemy for Wanda and uh, Strange to take on. It's Me. the literal devil, but uh, <laughs> that's some comics. Uh, not There's much. a prediction of Kevin's that sure didn't pan out. Yeah. Mentioned, but didn't pan out. Right. Mentioned, but didn't pan out. But here's the fun part. Um, <laughs> at the end of that... Uh, so let's get to the, that, that final end credit sequence where we see Wanda mm-hmm. uh, in the cabin mm-hmm. sipping her tea, and then you go inside the cabin, and her astral form is, is reading through the book, and then you hear Tommy and Billy. I think you hear one of them. I don't know if you, do you hear both of them. You hear both of them. Yeah, it's both of them. So you're wondering if that is not them, but is Mephisto. Yeah. So in the comics, uh, Tommy and Billy uh, are at one point found to be um, the devil spawn because they made a throwaway line to it. Yes, because they're referring to Tommy and Billy. Yes, who are probably closed the mini fridge all the way. Oh, did it not? Oh. There you go. Right. Um, Thanks, buddy. Uh, they're 
they were created from Wanda's imagination and shards of Mephisto's soul. Yeah. It was fucking weird. That I did know. Um, okay. Because there was that throwaway line about them being devil spawn. Yeah, and technically I guess they are. Um, so that's what I think is that like we're bringing back Tommy and Billy and they're going to be with Mephisto. Yeah. I, I, that, and that I honestly believe that that is going to be the big bad of uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Hmm. I hope. I don't know. You know what? I can't make those predictions anymore because fucking X Men, man. I thought somebody else was already cast as a as a pretty big bad guy in that. Uh, there is. Yeah, I, I think. Remember. I think you are right. Um, who would we want to play Mephisto? I don't know enough about Mephisto to accurately predict a good character. Has Idris Elba been in the Marvel Universe yet? Yes. He's currently in Thor. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He's been in a bunch of the movies. Yeah, I forgot. We're running like out of actors. Of we are running out of actors. Morgan oh. Freeman. No. <laughs> well, it is voice. It would be voice only, essentially, because Mephisto is sort of non-corporeal. Benedict Cumberbatch plays the voice of Mephisto as well. I mean, that's but fair. Not, He's already played the devil but not once. Smog. No, he played the devil in Good Omens. He sure did. Yeah. So, um, uh, who would I pick? The, oh, you know what, though? As long as we're talking about like. good omens, um, I think Michael Sheen would be a great voice for Mephisto. I think Michael Sheen would be a good actor for him, too. Maybe. I feel like he's just a little Weasley, unfortunately, because they're going to make him shave, which is stupid. If we get Bear Daddy Michael Sheen, then I'd be fine with it. Mm-hmm. But they're going to make him shave for Mephisto, and then I don't think that works. Huh. Kevin, you sound like you had somebody in mind. What would we think of Javier Bardem? I don't hate it. Mm. It's not bad. Mm. Mm-hmm. Can't be Jeff Daniels, which sucks. Oh, no, it could be Jeff Daniels. So I was thinking of someone else just now. Hmm. I was thinking of Jeff Bridges. Who was I just think he has time. a good voice, and I think if they were going to actually like, show Mephisto, I think he could pull off the look. Javier Bardem? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this, so I made this joke to uh, Sean Beveridge uh, a number of years ago that I think uh, Javier Bardem's voice sounds like Velvet Broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> and Is that, that not what we want for Mephisto? <laughs> <laughs> and... Yes, that's exactly what we want for Mephisto, first of all. Second of all, now that I've said that, you can't unhear it, can you? Perfectly blanched broccoli smothered mm-hmm. in cheese whiz. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Velvet that. broccoli. Yeah, velvet broccoli. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to look up a picture of Mephisto real quick just to see. see a lot of devil he sure stuff. does look like a red devil person. I just yeah, think sure somebody does. Latino would be able to pull off sort of the the... The, the zhuzh of Mephisto, not to mention the fact that, that we're painfully underrepresented uh, in, in Latino characters in the MCU. <laughs> no, that's fair. I don't know if... I, I don't know if I'd get Javier Bardem, but I think so. you know who I would get? I, uh, there's a couple of them, and they're all in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> it can't be Poe Dameron. Yeah, he's already, uh, he's already Apocalypse. No, but no, he's, he's also already Black Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah, sorry, Moon Knight. Black Moon Knight, according to Rob. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Black Knight for some reason, and I knew that was wrong. But Moon Knight. 
Um, he's going to be Moon Knight, uh, so it can't be Oscar Isaac. Um, but... Nick Cannon. No. no. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Henry Fonda. <coughs> oh, boy. He's dead. Uh, it would be fun to, like... I enjoyed that. But we can at Bernie's him. Uh, Tom Cruise. No. <laughs> get out. You get out. Uh, Tom Hanks. You Tom know Hanks what? is a douchebag kid. Oh, Colin Hanks is Mephisto? Is I actually Chad. would hate that. No, that's Chet, and he's oh. awful. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Oh, you're talking the, about the, Chet Hanks? Yeah, the, the shitty one. The, 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 one that tried, the, the one that speaks in Patois? Yeah. It's just really culturally insensitive as yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, no, first of all. <laughs> I'm, have you not noticed I'm, I'm now trying to pick bad picks because I already picked the best one, and you shit on it? I, that I shit on Javier Bardem? Um, only because the pictures that I was pulling up were like super svelte and, and, and twig like uh, Mephisto. Yeah, but he's like Javier Bardem is. He's built. Yeah. Like a brick shit. But like the, here, let the me. Rami Malik, I don't know. Who cares? Oh, God, no. no. Um, I'm going to throw this out there. And okay, Pete you know Davidson. what, actually? Pete Davidson, final offer. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to throw out something similar Daniel Day Lewis. No. Very similar to Pete Davidson. You yeah. got it. Yeah. Uh, yep. Same level of actor. Lincoln, King of Staten Island. Equal tours to yep. force. Yep. <laughs> Actually, no, I'd rather watch King of Staten Island again than Lincoln. I need to watch. I need to watch King I, of Staten Island. I would much rather watch uh, all of Pete Davidson's oeuvre than have to watch. Daniel Day Lewis in anything. I think it wasn't horrible. I do not care for him. I think enough. he's shit. He was really good in Gangs of New York. Um, yeah, he was. It, Can't be denied. I'm sorry, Rob. It was it, the movie was weird, but it, um, I super my favorite part of style. Lincoln actually was uh, um, um, <laughs> what's his nuts? Tommy Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Quit picking people who are a thousand. No, I'm just saying that was my favorite part of Lincoln. Oh. No, 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 no. I thought Tommy Lee Jones was no. your pick for Mephisto. No, no, I was no. like, Jesus Christ, no. dude. Can no, we, no, no. Can we yeah. pick somebody who isn't like, 80? No. New, fresh. Like, I do like Javier, Javier Bardem. Um, it's just the pictures I kept coming up with were like super skinny Mephisto. And I just was like, is that going to work? Um, and then I looked through and I'm like, oh, no, wait. There's some built Mephistos, too. So, yeah, I do Javier like, Bardem. I do like Javier choice. Bardem. You're right. The, the, the body shape of the character is definitely the most important part. That's why Thor is 900 pounds. And that's why all the females in the, the MCU have giant tits and big old butts and tiny waists. Really? His body size? Fucking Hugh Jackman, six foot, playing five foot three Wolverine. That is, that is not something we need to pay attention to. Is if he's skinny enough. I, was, I just had somebody Javier Bardem, and then I was gonna say, um, the guy that played. Uh, um, this might not be a good pick because maybe he can't do it. The guy that played the Hound in Game of Thrones. Footsbum Waller. Yeah, that guy. No, nah, he might. No, he probably could. No, maybe not. Mm-hmm. No, maybe he's not a good pick. He's not a good pick. I lied. No, Scratch I like- that. Javier Bardem. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm on the train um, of Javier Bardem. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Because when I think of the devil, honestly, I think of Tim Curry in Legend. 
when I think of the devil, I now think of um, uh, Tom Ellis. Tom, I think that's his name from Lucifer. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, that's fair. Mm. <laughs> that's the phone. It's me. Okay. Because <laughs> like, uh, the way it vibrated, it sounded just like a tone. Yeah. Like a. Oh, oh. And I, was, <laughs> I thought we were all gonna die. All gonna die. The truck was just gonna barrel through this house. You know, fuck it, Ashley Judd. Let's, she needs to come back. <laughs> she does need to come back. Oh my god, how? Where? Where would you cast her? What night? What? Mephisto. <laughs> Fair enough. Kira Knightley, she's got range. <laughs> I liked your answer. I liked his reaction. Better. Actually, if he wasn't already fucking in Doctor Strange, she would tell Elijah would make a fucking amazing. <laughs> that would be so. amazing. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, God, and Black Panther took all the others. Otherwise, I'd say Winston Duke. But he's already in Baku. I don't know why we're thinking so hard about this. I don't know either. This is just <laughs> supposed to be fun. Uh, this was supposed to be fun. Fucking Rick. <laughs> Rick? Yeah, why not? From fucking Walking Dead. Oh, uh, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? That's not a terrible idea. Finally have his accent back. Yeah, he can. Yeah, yeah. he could. I like to see him as a bad guy. He's too nice. Yeah. Like, like, personally, he's too nice, but I don't know. There were some there were sections of seasons of Walking Dead where he was absolutely full on dickhead. Oh, yeah. Full on yeah. losing his fucking shit. Yeah. I saw Ryan the Last Dragon. Oh, yeah? I did a $30 oh, yeah. unlock streamy thing. Yeah. Yeah. And? It was really good, you guys. I've heard. Was, it was King of Staten was, Island good? It was. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, you, you, I, I enjoyed it. I, I laughed my tits off. When you said yeah, it earlier, but, I thought you meant it was like, okay. Not that good. No, it was good. I, okay. I liked it. But no, Ryan the Last Dragon, it was, uh, I mean, it was a little cliche, and but uh, I mean, other than that, it was definitely a sort of a Moana meets Milan sort of okay. going on, okay. uh, complete with Alan Tudyk play, making grunting noises to play an animal. I was going to say, Alan, I Alan heard... Tudyk as Mephisto. That's it. As her, as her mode of transportation, yeah. the furry, roly beetle called Tuk Tuk. <laughs> and the entire movie is like, <laughs> I think I found a way. I, I should share a website with you where you can. I went to Juilliard. All sorts of movies for free. And there are even movies that haven't been released yet. Oh, sounds illegal. This is going on in the, on the internet. <laughs> no, it's not because I can edit it the fuck out. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, uh, it was very good. I, okay. I highly recommend it. Uh, and I also watched a movie called uh, Chaos Rising. Starring uh, Bruce Willis and oh, yeah. and uh, Frank Grillo, and I'm going to be watching another Frank Grillo movie. That's the one where he's like in the our body armor and yeah. Stuff and I'm going to be watching another Frank Grillo movie called uh, 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 Game Over, which is a another time loop movie. Oh, but this yeah. one it, it has kind of video game vibes and has Mel Gibson in it. Um, I already have some enchanting notes about Chaos Rising. <laughs> uh, expect some more about uh, 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 Game Over, and uh, I will. I will, <laughs> you I will, will present your thesis. I will, I will present. Next time, I, I will present my grievances <laughs> next time on oh, best threesome ever. Can Fair enough. Just, I'll try to watch it as well. Chaos rising. Just nail nail the five page whatever to Nick's garage door. In the next in the next episode. By the time we record next, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon will be out. Yeah, a couple um, episodes. 
I know a spoiler about that already. Shh. Yeah. Shh. Shh. It's a little one. Shh. No. It's a little one. No. It's the first episode. Don't care. Yeah. Shh. Shut it. I don't want to hear it. Talk coming later. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any spoilers. That's yeah. fine, man. I'm not going to Shut up, you Rob. <laughs> Stop spoiling <laughs> the movie. He was do- I'm not. Rob, you were doing that voice. <laughs> the voice where, like, I'm going to. No, no problem. Oh, by the way, it's this. <laughs> I'm not going to show you my penis. There's his penis. <laughs> He's definitely done that before. That's, I know that voice. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this. Let's wrap this episode up. We're you know I'm fine. So we've already talked about like obviously people should see Wandavision. Any final thoughts about Wandavision? Any final uh, things? Cat Dennis is a perfect person. She's wonderful. She's enjoyable. She is. She's very good. And I'm very disappointed that she did not get nearly enough screen time. I think. Yeah. I, I I know that they're not going to... At least make, after the, the first couple initial episodes. Yeah. yeah. I'm also not... I'm, I'm not disappointed that... I'm a little disappointed, but I'm not disappointed that they're not going to make like a second season of WandaVision uh, because obviously this is just going to continue on to other movies, so I'm happy about that. Yeah. So, um, But Paul Bettany, I was going to ask this question. Uh, I think we... Did we chat about this or was this a conversation with somebody else? Uh, when was your first experience with Paul Bettany? Uh, Night's Tale. Night's Tale. Night's Tale, Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's something. him and his gloriously flat butt. <sighs> yeah, trudging to trudge. trudge. <laughs> the we... slow but determined walk of a man who has uh, who has lost everything. But the best best actor for Chaucer ever. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was very good. He, I'm sure. I, I'm sure he needed some kind of spinal reconstruction <laughs> surgery from carrying that film. <laughs> <laughs> wrongfully imprisoned. You know the funny, the only other reference to Chaucer other than like maybe some history class was The Rock. Because he talked, because he, he quotes a bunch of people and then Nicholas Cage says Chaucer, Archimedes, all these other people, they were all wrongfully imprisoned. Until you said Sean Connery, I thought you meant that The Rock was quoting <laughs> Chaucer. <laughs> Do you Which, smell what The Rock is talking about with Chaucer? <laughs> No? Okay. No. No. No, no, no. The movie The Rock. The movie The Rock. The Protector of Italian Virginity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You know what? Now I want Dwayne The Rock Johnson to do... to do Chaucer's speech in that movie. <laughs> if you become, if you do your new character at Fest, you need somebody to, like the Chaucer-esque character to introduce you like every time you make a grand entrance. Well, that's why he has Micah. I know. Yeah, that's why I have Micah. But, okay. but I, we wouldn't be doing that until the year after next. Oh, okay. Oh. Since Will, Will is, is going to be in town okay. this year, uh, we're, we're going to give it one more go. Did you guys finally remove me from the chat? Well, I, I, I don't think so. We created a new one because, remember, oh. I, I, got, oh, that's right. I got permazucked. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's cool. So, WandaVision. Watch it. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Watch it. Absolutely watch it. It is you, it is stellar. If television. you're here, you've already watched it. Yeah. So if anything, uh, you know, when this when this episode comes out, uh, get onto Facebook, get on our best threesome ever Facebook and tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. Yeah. To, you agree with us? Talk shit about us. Hate us. Who would you want to play Mephisto? Frank so. Oz. <laughs> Frank Oz? Did you say Frank Oz? <laughs> Harrison Ford. <laughs> All CG with Frank Oz's voice. <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> wow. Fuck it. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that rumor came up this week. I don't know if you guys saw that. No. Ryan Reynolds is supposedly going to 
replace Stan Lee as all the cameos. Wasn't that like we got this covered or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, it was we got this covered. That like that, that might as well be things I wish were true and have absolutely no sources to back this up dot com. Right. I don't know if it was we got this covered because I remember I, the website. I can actually tell you it was because I think I said something similar on the post of it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, this has been Best Threesome Ever, episode 123, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games and Jaybird Wines. I have been Nick. I may have been Rob. I certainly was Kevin. All right. And with that, we will see you next time. The views held here by the nerds of Best Threesome Ever do not directly reflect the views of nerds everywhere. (laughs) 